and welcome back to Show Talk, the place where I talk, you talk, and we talk about shows. Are you all still there? Has, it's, has it been so long? Have I have I lost you all, honestly? Because I would have left too. It's been, what, a month? Two months? I'm so sorry. I told you I'd have all the episodes out by season two finale, and I didn't because I was too caught up in the finale to record, and also life. But I'm back! I'm back, and I have a schedule, and I have things that I'm going to do, so just get ready for more frequent releases from me, um, from this show, and also from other shows, if you're following along on my podcast with the shows that I'll be releasing. So keep up to date. If you're following me, keep your notifications on for when these episodes will be coming out, because they will be coming out, and they will be coming out very rapid firely ish so i'm sorry okay my groveling i appreciate you for sticking along for as long as you have so yeah did that make up for it did you guys hear my sorry i'm really sorry but we're gonna jump right into cloak and dagger episode three if you couldn't tell by the amazing intro that you just listened to because that's where we left off in episode two of season one. But we are now here for episode three, Stained Glass, and so much has gone on. I mean, it's a little slower paced than the last two episodes, but I feel like it was so well done, you know, that I didn't even mind it because you could see a little bit more of who Tandy was and who Tyrone is and certain characters that are going to be in important later on and who's not going to be important later on it was ah i don't know it was just really good and i liked it but i'm getting too far ahead of myself so let's just rein it back in and start off like we usually do in these episodes with a quick recap of episode one and two and then jump right into episode three and we will see how this episode has affected our main characters and how it's going to move forward from here on out and we're going to see the connections between Tanny and Tyrone and all that good stuff so coming right up is a quick recap So what exactly happened in the last two episodes? I mean, I feel like emotions were a little high, not gonna lie, specifically for me, but it was justified because a lot happened. I mean, we saw the history of Tyrone, how he's his life has changed after the death of his brother. They went from living on the rougher sides of the track to a more sophisticated lifestyle as a way to protect themselves from both the police and from society. And then we also saw the history of Tandy. Her life has changed drastically after the death of her father, someone that she loves, someone that she cares about strongly. And you can see a drop in society um, when it comes to her family because her father has clearly built up the name of the Bowen family. And now with his death and the framings that he has gone through, they've dropped in society. You see them living in a trailer park and Tandy living on her own, hiding in a church, living like she's poor, doing drugs and stealing and whatever really she can to survive and how her family dynamic has changed where she's kind of estranged from her mother and her mother's dealings, but they are kind of similar in the same way. 
And now, as you look at both Tandy's life and Tyrone's new life, you would think that their paths wouldn't cross, but they do. And you see it as when they interact their powers, if you can hear my quotes, they're there, um, come, come through. And we see Tandy with a dagger of light, which she uses to protect herself from one of her marks coming back to haunt her and we see Tyrone now have a cloak I'm just gonna say cloak because the show's called cloak and dagger so we know he has a cloak and we know she has a dagger okay now that we've gotten that cleared up but he has a cloak and it seems like he can teleport we've only been able to see him use those powers uh, a little bit now in cases where he's either been deathly afraid or when he's unknown of it happening. Both cases, actually, for both Tyrone and Tandy, we've seen that happen. And with the use of his cloak, he's been able to find Connors, the cop who supposedly disappeared after he shot Billy. And now Tyrone is faced with what he should do in that with that knowledge, if he should go after Connors and seek the justice that his brother never got, or let it go and live the life that his mother has been asking him to live in order to protect himself and this society determined to cut down black males. And he's hit a little crossroad. And so has Tandy as well, because now that she's protected herself from this mark in order to do that she had to stab him and she can't get in trouble she's a female he seems to have power he has money she might have killed him and so she goes on the run she uses her boyfriend Liam to get money to finally escape in case they're looking for her and it turns out they are because we get introduced with a new character as well that pops up in episode three by the name of Detective O'Reilly. And although we barely heard a line from her in episode two, we can tell that she's a strong force to be reckoned with. And it's going to be interesting to see how she moves her way into episode three and how her presence changes the dynamic between all three of them. And that's pretty much everything for the last two episodes. We get to see who Tandy and Tyrone are, the growth of their powers, introduction to new characters such as O'Reilly and Connors. And now we get to jump into episode three and see how everything that's happened in episode one and two affects them moving forward. Anybody just look at Tyrone at the beginning of this episode and just like face palmed because that's what I did. Because here is this this newbie in all of his powers and his anger and his trigger happy fingers trying to kill Connors and he just ups and teleports and accidentally almost almost kills Tandy because as he's going to shoot Connors, you can see his fear and you can hear his fear in his voice as he tries to confront Connors on what he did. And we know that when he's scared, he teleports. And so he does. And he ends up teleporting to Tandy, who is trying to escape town with the money that she got from her last 
job. And so now we get to see what this accident has done because although they separate from their last interaction, Tandy escaping the police, Tyrone going about his life after his failed murder attempt, (laughs) that interaction, although small between the both of them, is very important in how this episode goes and specifically when it comes to interactions with the Loa. And we're going to explain that a little bit more as we go throughout the this episode. So I guess we should start off in Tyrone's perspective since that will play off with Tandy's a little bit more. Now, as we know, I am a strong Tyrandy shipper. I'm sorry, but from the first episode when I saw them interact together, I was like, yes, she's the one. She loves you. Soulmates at first sight, you're welcome, okay? And so every time I see Avita walk on stage or screen or whatever, nothing but negativity like nothing but anger towards her and not because she's a bad character she is a great character and seeing her interact with these two and how she's going to move forward throughout the season is amazing and i love it but she's interfering with my ship okay and i have strong feelings for this but Again, but I give her so much props this episode because she helps direct us and helps us understand a lot of what is going on in this episode that I probably would not understand without her. And so I'm going to give her her props right there because we started off with season three after this little interaction between Tandy and Tyrone with Tyrone expressing his let's see, pressures to be a better son after everything that's happened. He goes to look for the priest to help him clear some thoughts, especially after his failed attempt. And he ends up confessing to himself or to his higher religious belief that maybe it's Billy who is giving him these powers that he has and he doesn't feel that he can be Billy or be the person that he is or as good as he is and maybe he's cursed and so Avita hears this and she is part of a New Orleans high spiritual voodoo group and she feels that she's able to help him or at least cleanse him to the best of her abilities in how he's feeling and what's going on with him both mind and body and soul and all of that so we see them go through New Orleans and we hear a lot of information when it comes to voodoo and the history of New Orleans and some mystical things that have been going on, which I was keeping a keen ear to, specifically when it comes to what that might mean for Tandy and Tyrone. Because I noticed that within episodes, they like to drop little nuggets of information that we might need to focus on uh, in New Orleans history that plays into who Tandy and Tyrone are as characters and what it means for the both of them. So I like to listen to the history a little bit more. And we see 
that she talks about getting cleanses and making a wish and trying to understand yourself and and who what's going on and all that drama and it doesn't really work because Tyrone doesn't believe in that stuff obviously he thinks it's hoax it's not real and so they go to Evita's aunt who is I guess kind of known as a, a priestess kind of maybe I'm gonna she's like a priestess to me she has a, a connection to the other world that normal people would not have and so she advises him to take a bath, a spiritual bath that'll help clear whatever is going on with him and hopefully get him to understand what is happening to him. And in this bath, he supposedly walks the land of the Loa. And the land of the Loa, I'm guessing from just listening to Auntie speak, is like a higher god or goddess who is connected. I don't, I don't know, but it's some strong force. And so this should help cleanse any of Tyrone's issues. And we think it's going to be about him, right? I mean, this cleansing is for him, but instead we see Tandy and we see her first in our first clip as a baby, baby Tandy. (laughs) And baby Tandy is just, she's doing ballet and we get to focus on her and then we shift and we automatically see her seeing a a glass box with at first her father in a boardroom of people and they kill him shock okay my mind was blown i didn't know where we were going with this but all of a sudden nathan bowen is being killed by executives and tandy is just watching this like she is on television (laughs) but Her first instinct, of course, is to run. And so this keeps repeating and repeating and repeating. And we're seeing more stressful situations happen either to Nathan or to Tandy's mom or to Tandy herself. And she just, older Tandy, keeps seeing this over and over again. And as it gets too stressful for her, she runs. And on the last run, Tyrone stops her with his cloak, ladies and gentlemen, it's It's a movement, okay? It's a physical move or body that moves on its own and he's able to stop her and he says, try something else, do something else. Stop repeating the same thing of just running and running and running because you're not going to get far. You can't keep running from your problems. You have to try something else. And I don't know if she hears him or whatever, but she uses her dagger and she confronts her fears that are in this box that she's watching and the scene shifts and then we're in a whole nother scene that honestly mind blown because we just see baby tandy giving out these little drugs or whatever they are to i think from what i I can tell and from what i see from characters that are are, are hap- this is happening to it's her past marks or it's the past guys that she's either dealt with or used in some way and as she hands out these little pills to them they die 
or pass out or whatever it is. And it's like they're loyally following her and allowing this to happen. And she is just willingly giving these these pills to them. And the saddest the saddest part is that we see her give this pill to Liam, someone we've seen in the last two episodes to be on her side and protect her and love her to an extent that she can't really cope with. And yet she gives this pill to him and he he dies as well. And I don't know what that means. I don't know if I don't know if we're watching her guilt in what she's done to the guys that she's she's supposedly killed in this in this vision or if we're seeing the power she feels over her past victims. I don't know. You can interpret this in so many ways, but that's the last scene that Tyrone is able to see of Tandy. And it ends when he goes back and he's talking to Evita and she asks him, what is... What is it that he saw? What is it that he wished for? And he thinks that it's not a journey that was supposed to be for him. That maybe, he doesn't tell her this, but you can infer it, that maybe this was a possible journey that was supposedly for Tandy. That this was her life. That this is everything that she's been facing. And he has just experienced it. Now, how? You can see how this is so interesting because while Tyrone is going through Tandy's journey and her fears, Tandy is going through Tyrone's. No, that is amazing and I loved it and I love how they they wrote this because we get to see both parts, both from Tandy's point of view and both from Tyrone's point of view. And Auntie goes and tells us that there are two ways that you can get to the land of the Loa. One is through the bath that Tyrone does, and another is through a concussion. And we see that Tandy does get this concussion after she gets into that accident where Tyrone almost kills her. So they're on the same path and the same journey at the same time, and they don't even know it. Ah, they're connected, they're soulmates, that's it. You can't prove me, can't prove me wrong because it's it's just that they are and it just shows how connected they are because where Tyrone saw baby, baby Tandy first, Tandy sees baby Tyrone and we get to see his interaction with Billy in the last few minutes that Tyrone had with Billy before Billy died. And one interaction that we see is Billy gives Tyrone a check, and in this check, it's money that Billy has give given to Tyrone for his future or for whatever, but it clearly has an importance to Tyrone. And then we see the sh- scene shift, and Tandy looks at Tyrone, and we see him first in a white suit, just a full white suit getup, where he continues to go back and forth in choosing different methods to kill Connors. Now, she doesn't know that this is Connors, but seeing as it's the same person over and over again, we see Tyrone in his own way, in his own journey, attacking his own fears, and that is Connors. But every time that Connors dies, we see that this Tyrone is attacked by police and is killed 
in many forms. And as this repeats and repeats and repeats and Tandy sees this every time, she tells him also, stop, you have to change what you're doing. You have to, you can't keep doing the same tasks over and over again and expecting a different result because each time he dies. And this hurts her as much as it hurts him. And so she gives him another weapon. She gives him her dagger. I, do you guys understand the significance of this moment? Because you can already tell in the last two episodes that this dagger, or at least in the last episode, that this dagger is important to her. You don't know what it does. We don't know what powers it may have other than what we've seen so far, but it is important to her. It has protected her and it's part of her. So for her to give part of herself to help Tyrone in this vision that she's seeing to to change up what he's doing to save his life. <sighs> oh, man, amazing. I loved it. Maybe I'm just seeing too much into it, honestly. <laughs> but it's amazing. And I, I took it for everything that it was. And... So as he picks up this dagger, it changes into handcuffs and he goes to basically handcuff Connors and he runs, but Tyrone is alive. Now, I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means that the only way that Tyrone can become at peace or to to change what has happened and get the justice that he deserves is to find justice from Connors through the legal system and without his little vigilante thing that he's been doing but I hope she tells him this because obviously these two visions are important for both of them and they need to relay them to each other if they want to change the way they've been acting without each other because clearly the both of them together is an impact that can change both of their lives and again the scene shifts and the last scene that we see is now baby Tyrone just as Tyrone saw baby Tandy in his last scene we're seeing baby Tyrone and we see him locked in a in a room a police station possibly where he is crying surrounded by what I believe to be the copies of Billy's check the last thing that he was able to give him and then the scene fades to Tyrone and possibly Tandy reaching out to each other without knowing of course through a stained glass which is probably why it was titled this way and then that's it. Tandy, now on the run, decides to go back. We don't know why she decides to go back, but this vision, seeing what she's seen, knowing in her heart that the only way she can change everything is to stop running, she stops. She stops. And that was such a proud mom moment for me because... She's been running. We've seen that in the last three episodes. All she has done is run from her problems. And finally, she's decided to stay in Orleans, in her home, and fight one of the biggest problems that's currently happening in her life. And so she turns to Detective O'Reilly, who 
has been advocating for Tandy for this entire episode and trying to find out the truth in what happened. Did Tandy maliciously tried to kill the guy that she stabbed or was it in self-defense? And so Tandy goes to her after getting her card from her mother and tells her what's happened, basically. Tells her she was almost raped. In order to protect herself, she stabbed this guy and that's why she disappeared because she was scared and she didn't know what was going to happen. But the only problem, the only problem is that Connors, this corrupt cop that we know from Tyrone's side of the story, has bled into Tandy's. And he has convinced O'Reilly to stop looking into the case. That this guy was stabbed by some random mugging in a drug deal gone wrong, possibly, and that's all. That's what that's just what happened. Now we can tell that this is a cover-up because it's Connors and he's a mess and he's corrupted. And obviously this this guy, whatever his name is, doesn't want to get caught from, from what he did to Tandy. And so Connors is covering it up for him. We know that he's powerful and he can do it. He's gotten away with murder. He can get away or help someone get away with much worse. The saddest part though is for the first time in her life, Tandy has actually turned to somebody of a higher authority figure and looked for help and wasn't able to receive the help that she was looking for and my heart broke for her honestly because she expected so much and she deserved so much more than than that and it just gave me more anger at Connors and hoping that he is able to get that justice that Tyrone I know is looking for and maybe O'Reilly she seems like a good cop. She seems like a cop that that wants to do good and wants to make a difference. Maybe she can do that for Tandy in some way. But right now, it does not look like she's able to fight against Connors and the influence that he has gotten over the years. And so now we just see Tandy back to square one. I don't know how that's going to change her, knowing that reaching out didn't work for her but we see her in our last scene of this episode come into contact with Tyrone again and he says that they need to talk and maybe this will change things around for the both of them they've both walked lines where they know truths that the other wouldn't express without it being given to them and so maybe they're able to change each other's lives Tandy is able to relate to Tyrone that the only way to get justice is through showing Connors the justice system that he has corrupted so far. And maybe Tyrone can stop Tandy from running officially and putting roots into New Orleans in in the best way that he can. So I I have high hopes for this season. I have high hopes for the two of them. And I can't wait to see how they interact in episode four because now it seems like they're going to come together a lot more, knowing that they have to come together a lot more. This, this episode is just, 
I, it's a complete churning point for the rest of the season. And we only have about, what, seven episodes left of the season. So it's about time that the ball starts getting rolled, honestly. And seeing them come together now, it's only a matter of time before we see what they can do, either with their powers or without their powers. And yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see how it's how it's going to go from here on out. Um, but that's it. That's basically everything that happened this episode. I loved it so much so far. I think it might be my favorite episode of the season because although Tandy and Tyrone didn't interact so much throughout the episode together, the importance that they are to each other Ugh, words, but how important they are to each other is just seen dramatically. And the information we learn history-wise about New Orleans and voodoo and, uh, I don't know. I, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see <laughs> how this season is going to go from here on out. And yes, I have watched season one before. And yes, I have watched and finished season two, but rewatching season one, knowing what I know in season two is just, it's like watching it again for the first time and seeing it from different eyes and different perspectives that I couldn't see when I was first watching it. So I hope you guys, if you're rewatching it or watching it for the first time, are able to experience some of the things that I was able to see and and I hope I answered some questions that you guys might have had and maybe we were on the same wavelength with everything that was going on, but I don't know. This is what this podcast is here for, to talk about shows that we love so that we can keep it going because season three hasn't been announced yet and I am confused and slightly angered, so hopefully... As I keep releasing these episodes and we keep talking about these episodes and the show that we can get a season three plus and see the stories that Tandy and Tyrone are able to give to us. But with all that, what was your favorite scenes from this episode or what was your favorite take from this? My favorite scene so far is probably seeing every interaction between Tandy and Tyrone in the Loa land and hearing the little histories about New Orleans. I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know if they're all fact or fiction, but I'm pretty sure the writers go into like the history of New Orleans a little bit more and incorporate that into the show. So it was pretty interesting to learn, especially because New Orleans is such a great place with great history and culture that just hearing little tidbits in a show and learning in a show that is of like sci-fi-y, Marvel-y is, is just, it's pretty cool. Um, I thought it was really interesting that Tyrone in Tandy's walk of the Loa was wearing white because I know from the comics, no, I haven't read the comics, but I know from the comics that they stay true to the cloak and dagger look, which is like Tyrone wearing all black and Tandy wearing all white. So every time I see Tyrone in white, I just think of a connection that goes deeper between the two of them. 
I don't know what it means. I don't know what it reflects. Maybe I'm taking this into a whole different account and maybe that just means that he's an innocent and is being corrupted by the system that he's been trying to change. But that seems too deep on a whole nother level too. So who knows? But that was pretty interesting to see. And I loved seeing that connection between them. I also liked seeing um, that replica or toy that auntie was making and I feel like that was a big important scene especially seeing the little pears that auntie had on the shelves that she said was as old as New Orleans and if she's making a replica of Tyrone we have to know that she's going to be making a replica of Tandy as well which might mean that they are more entwined and more important to each other than we know and maybe that we're going to be able to see throughout the season. So that's exciting and that's pretty cool. Whatever device that she was using to make that 3D object, pretty rad. Um, I liked it a lot. And also, I don't know if I've said this for the past couple episodes, but the music that they play in this show is amazing. I think I go to the Freeform Spotify playlist every week at least just to listen to some of the great tracks that they play in every episode because it's it's like covers or like real life singles from artists you may not have heard from before and every time I hear them I'm like wow this is amazing the fact that this show is bringing artists that I've never heard of to life and giving them exposure that's amazing. Turning songs that I do know and vibing them to the show. That's amazing. So make sure you are tuning into that playlist and listening and jamming along with us because there are some pretty amazing gems in that playlist that I can't wait to hear and for you guys to hear throughout this season and the next because it just gets it just gets better. But that is everything for this episode and I can't wait to talk to you about the next episode and what might happen and all that good stuff. So like always, I hope you are following me on Twitter for more about shows that are coming up and what shows I might be podcasting next episodes that I might be releasing or you can go to my website which is showtalk.blog for more information about shows that I will be releasing, episodes that I will be releasing, and how to get in contact with me if you guys want to be featured in another episode, if you guys have questions that you want to have me answer on this podcast. If I can, I will try. But I just want to keep the conversation going with you and keep the show going because it's just amazing. So whatever you do, keep talking.